Okay, so we went to karaoke, me and some friends, mm-hmm. and you know how like the at karaoke everybody is putting on songs, and sometimes like there are songs that not everybody in the group knows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you know, I really thought that I was like on a hot streak. I was really like picking some some crowd pleasers. Mm-hmm. I was flipping through the little book. I finally I came upon a song and I was like this one absolutely going to bring it down the fucking house uh-huh and when kiss from a rose began <laughs> <laughs> oh man it did was not it, in fact bring down the house was it the wrong I, friend because we have friends who text us including Colin whenever they hear kiss from a rose anywhere anywhere yep <laughs> they're just like oh kiss from a rose Gotta, oh man, Sequoia and Kim. <laughs> gotta tell them. No, gotta tell them, gotta tell them that I'm listening to Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding. So feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend. You can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. A Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. Have you been looking for the fix? The fanatical fix? (laughs) Where did they go? We found them. They're here. <laughs> on the internet. I, and they're on the internet. So. Uh, you know who's really good at finding the fanatical fix? Me. You. <laughs> m- me. But I think mostly the fanatical fam. They're very good at it. They are. It's true. The fanatical fam is great at finding those fix. Um, well, This is a podcast. Correct. This is... The fifth anniversary of a podcast. It is. It's this podcast. That it's this podcast's anniversary. It is not this just podcast, podcast anniversary. It's this one. Uh, approximately as of this episode dropping. This isn't this isn't the anniversary episode. As we have said in we, the past. We postponed that due to poor planning and foresight. <laughs> and if you expect anything from us besides poor planning and foresight, I I don't know what podcast you're listening to. I don't know what podcast Could be their first you think episode. we are. Maybe we picked up That's some true. people at uh, LeakyCon, which is <gasps> where we are, have been, spending our anniversary. Exactly. The place where all lovers of podcasts go. <laughs> Orlando? Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> Every podcast upon its anniversary <laughs> makes its seasonal trip down to... <laughs> Down to Orlando, Florida. Why do you let me say stupid shit like that and then not just be like, no, stop, stop the podcast? Again, this is our fifth anniversary. (laughs) I have almost never stopped you from saying whatever stupid shit you're going to say. And you never cut it either. I think if we had a proper producer, they would help me. I am uninterested in that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, 
I mean, sometimes I listen to podcasts and I'm like, oh man, if I was the editor or the producer of this podcast, I'd be like, oh, I would have wrapped that conversation 10 minutes ago. I mm-hmm. would have cut this. I would have cut that, blah, blah, blah. And then when I make my own show, I'm like, keep it all in. <laughs> <laughs> podcasts go to Orlando for their anniversary. Yeah, that makes sense. That That's checks it. out. Let's keep that. Yes. Let's keep it. Keep it in. Keep it in. Let's expand on that. <laughs> Let's make a whole lore out of that. <laughs> Why? Because we can. Thank you. <sighs> anyway, happy anniversary, Sequoia. Happy anniversary. This is great. I can't believe I can't believe it's five years and that we're I mean, we're recording this pre leaky con, mm-hmm. but as of the release of this episode, we just finished up our first special guest appearance <laughs> of the year. Got another one scheduled later. Um, and that's wild. Yeah. So the I, podcast I, mean, I don't is know. going off to kindergarten this this fall. <laughs> I'm so proud uh, of it. The other kids are gonna think it's so weird. Well, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> As long as they don't bully it, he'll bully my yeah. podcast child. He'll bully my podcast. Luckily, we had, we we don't get it bullying. Like no one's ever mean to us. Yes, they are. We don't get flames. Our listeners bully me all the okay, time. Our listeners bully us personally. <laughs> different oh is it that's a different thing (laughs) well okay then (laughs) excuse me (laughs) (laughs) well i just want to say thanks to all of the fanatical fam all the listeners out there whether this is your first episode or your 134th episode mm-hmm. or you're a patron and this is your like a hundred and freaking 80th whatever <laughs> episode of the show. We appreciate you being here and listening and, you know, um, enjoying the silly stuff that we make. You got too sincere and I can't contribute. <laughs> Great. Cool. <laughs> excellent excellent uh well um we could get silly again um you know what i almost forgot about what but that we are definitely doing and it is released now what is the uh, the annual listener survey oh cool um it's got i love it it's got all your regular bullshit in it (laughs) oh i'm really excited to see what we get this year yeah, there's lots of fun questions in it. We mm-hmm. we get to see, you know, what uh, what house our listeners predominantly fall into, see what the distillation changed. of their souls is. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, what kind of merch you want to see in the future? You yeah. know, there's some there's some input there, general comments, and it's just really nice to hear from everybody. Like, see who's out there, what the vibe is, X Y Z. Yeah, so uh, the link to that is in the description of this episode. Yes, it's also on our website, fanaticalfix.com. It is in the description of all of our social media profiles. Please go fill it out. We would really, really love to hear from you. You specifically. You. Yeah, I don't have anything else to talk about. Yeah, I don't have anything else to talk about either. Now we can just sort of do the fan fiction portion. Yeah, bud. 
All right. So first, what we're going to do is the predictions portion of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Kim's going to make some predictions. Mm -hmm. And listeners, y'all are going to make some predictions, too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you three clues. And then you're going to make three predictions based upon those clues. You can tweet them at us. Hashtag fanfic divination. You can answer our story on Instagram. You can email us or you can shout them into the void. Are you ready? Yeah, bud. This fanfiction is called The Smell of Roses. Okay. I'm going to give it three genre tags. This is an AO3 story. Um, okay. So I'm going to use the genre tags that were submit that the submitter submitted them under. Excellent. And add one as well. So okay. I'm going to say adventure. Great. Drama. Great. Romance. Great. Great. <laughs> this fan fiction came out post Half-Blood Prince. And this story was submitted to us by a lovely listener under the name of Lily Ethan. Hmm. who is actually a prefect over on our community Discord and a lovely person and did a really, really fantastic job with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wowzers. Yeah, I've got no thoughts about what this could be, so that's uh, getting off to just a great start for me. <laughs> Alrighty, here's what I've got. Uh, prediction number uh -huh. one. Smell of Roses is going to be uh, coming from a love potion. Somebody's going to smell okay. roses connected to right. a love potion. Right. Oh, okay. No, I see where you're going. Sure, I sure. like it. I like it. Uh, prediction number two. Voldemort is going to be killed in this. Incredible. <laughs> it's I, you know, adventure. Adve I'm, I'm going to grasp onto the adventure tag because I feel like I maybe have a little bit more to work with there. Right. And no, then that's, my that's valid. third prediction is going to be swords. There's Swords. gonna be yep. at least one sword in this. I love it. We're hitting it. We're hitting it across the board. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All the adventure <laughs> predictions. You didn't predict any of the romantic couples. You know what? I don't. It's hard to go off of that. Yeah, I don't think I had enough given. to work with to guess a pairing on this one. So yeah, no, that's didn't that's super valid. Bother that is attempting. Before we get into this, um, uh -huh. quick disclaimer: I edited this. Heavily, cool. This was like almost a six thousand word story. You read a six thousand word story? I had to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I cut out most of the middle of this story, and okay. so I will. There, I'll do a little like summary bit um, hmm. when we get there. But there was some there was some stuff that I really felt like needed to be hit. So here we go. The smell of roses. You called, a young man said, entering the office of Albus Dumbledore. Hmm. Yes. It seems Bellatrix Lestrange has escaped from Azkaban and to a different time period. <laughs> just hit, just hit, just hitting it immediately. We are starting <laughs> off wild. Okay. Not only is Dumbledore alive post Half Blood Prince. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Bellatrix Lestrange is alive. She has back in prison, but has escaped and is traveling through time. And is traveling through time. Uh... <laughs> Incredible. 
really this story really hits like, the ground running i feel like we are we are starting off and like the doctor who music is already playing <laughs> i think yeah dumbledore said that and then we went directly into the doctor who music oh right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so she went to a different time period she has she has run 20 years into the past hmm i'd be very grateful if you'd help harry 20 years into the past puts her, unless we, but you don't, unless we're we're starting. Yeah. Unless we're not starting. Oh yeah. Cause if we're starting during Harry's school days, then we're going back to the 1970s. But if we're not starting, then (laughs) you shall see. I'd be very grateful for your help, Harry. Mm-hmm. I've arranged everything. You will become the Defense Against the Dark Arts professor. He, Since he, I remember... <laughs> Dumbledore has arranged it through time? He's arranged it through time. With Don't worry himself? about it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Sent a letter to his past self. He says that he's arranged it, and I don't know how. And the, the evidence shows later in the story that maybe that's not true. So he just li- <laughs> he's lying right now. <laughs> I've arranged it. Shit. I've arranged it. He's maybe arranged how Harry's he's arranged time travel. The time travel portion. All right, sure. fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you will become the defense against the dark arts professor, since I remember that I was the one who taught it that year. Uh. So, so apparently he he trusts his his past self to be like this is fine. This guy um, seems reasonable to this teach guy this. Seems fine. Instead of me, I got better shit to do. <laughs> um also you'll see this the continuity in this story within itself is really fun. Um <laughs> your things will be ready. Also, you must choose your name and Lucius may go with you. What? The old headmaster explains. <laughs> Harry Potter dash Malfoy nodded. What? <laughs> it is not. What? <laughs> so, what? Yeah, yeah, Where? You, you, oh <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm I'm incredibly sorry to every single person um, involved who is listening and to Kim, to everyone. Uh, Yes, this is, in fact, Lucius slash Harry. (laughs) (laughs) That's the wildest shit. What? (laughs) This is like post-war. Yeah. By some amount of time, Uh Harry... Has married Lucius Malfoy. And Harry has married Lucius Malfoy. (laughs) I'll in... Oh, no, that's not Dumbledore. That's Harry. I'll inform Lucius, Severus, and Remus. Why does he need to inform all of those people? Is he not just with Lucius? Did he he marry Lucius and he's actually in like a polycule with... With Snape and <laughs> no, I wish, Lucian. but that is not what's the, that's not what's happening. What's um, happen- they're just his besties. Okay, they're just his besties. He walked out of the office and walked down to the dungeons. The students parted and looked up at him in awe. <laughs> it was not easy to tell he was Harry Potter unless you were told beforehand. Then why are they? Never mind. 
I mean, they knew because they have been told beforehand because he uh, is Harry Potter. He is Harry Potter. He was now 5'9", but not not very tall, but taller than he had thought. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) He never thought he'd get that tall. He's pretty stoked about it. (laughs) His His muscles were filled out nicely since he (laughs) stayed in shape even after the war was won. His hair was no longer messy since he had found out that when it was longer, it looked better. Huh. It now reached his shoulder blades and was kept braided most of the time. Cute. I think he's got one French braid. I like it. Yeah, he looks great. He looks fabulous. His bangs partly covered one eye. <laughs> no, wait. No, wait. The bangs. The bangs would be a problem, probably. The bangs are a problem. It was a look. Yeah. It was a look. Yeah. And then there were bangs. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Maybe I'm they're sorry. really long bangs. I think they're long. I think they're a swoopy long bang. Hmm. But still. Yeah. But still. His bangs partially covered one eye and some of his scar. One eye? Oh no. Is he an anime protagonist? I think he's an anime protagonist a awesome. little bit. Awesome. Um, no, he's def. Well, we'll get there. He's definitely <laughs> an anime protagonist. Um, <laughs> like uh, they covered some of his scar, like he wanted them to. Mm. He's he's trying to be covert or whatever. There mm. were premature silver streaks in it, which didn't look bad at all. How old is he? I am not sure. We'll have to because you know we'll what have to discuss premature. Is up for debate. <laughs> I guess not for like a twelve-year-old though. Yeah, Whatever. I mean he's definitely like. Who are you 20s. to say when any of us should be going gray? Twelve-year-old. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you to say? <laughs> Who asked you? <laughs> you could see the effects of some of his injuries from the war. His face was more angular since Crab Senior had jumped on it a few times. What? And that, and that was how it had healed. What? This is one of those. This is one of those mentions in fan fiction where like wizards are beating each other up, and you're like, "There is magic." Well, I'm not so surprised that Crab Senior can't do magic, <laughs> and would rather jump up and jump down on Harry's, Harry's face. face? very very uh a lot and what but does it, it mean that it's more angular just like some i don't ang- know some angles there's i don't know if they're like eh, angles unexpected Wait. angles <laughs> expected angles i have no idea i don't Harry. know it just is more angular Harry. um he walked with a heavy limp without his cane which was a black one with a silver serpent coiled around the top He's got Lucius's cane from the movies. Yes. (laughs) It had piercing ice blue eyes. The snake. It's his Lucius cane. I don't know. Do they have matching canes or did Lucius give it to him? I assume assume he's got one, but it's got Harry's eyes. (laughs) It's got green eyes and he's got one and it has, you know know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I I do. I do know what you mean. That's silly. (laughs) He got the limp from his leg being jumped on by Goyle Sr. Oh, okay. (laughs) What? Jumping. (laughs) Madame Pomfrey had been able to heal the bones but couldn't prevent the limp. 
Okay. His eyes were the same color, but different in intensity. Sure. No one had been able to stare him down after he tapped into his enormous power supply. <laughs> and then his eyes just got really intense. And yeah. Then no one could look at him anymore. Because he's channeling his magical energy all the time, and it just kind of leaks out through his eyes exactly you can see his 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 power level the raw intense power in his eyes um the jade orbs spoke of unlimited power and wisdom beyond his years not to mention (sighs) a haunted look from seeing and doing too much in the war to be the same poor harry yeah yeah that makes sense Not even his husband, Lucius Malfoy, could stare into his eyes for too long. (laughs) Lucius had often said Harry was magic itself, Hmm. that he was as strong as Merlin, maybe stronger. (laughs) Harry had just (laughs) smiled at his husband and shook his head. He still didn't think his power was that great. Okay, buddy. Even though everyone else disagreed with him and agreed with his husband. Well, Harry's always been... Modest. Yeah, but I feel like in this context, in this fan fiction, Harry's one of those people that's like, I mean, my husband says that I'm maybe stronger than Merlin, <laughs> but I, I I would never say that I was. I mean, but my friends say. <laughs> Lucius would be constantly bragging about his husband. My <laughs> husband is <laughs> more powerful than Merlin himself. Harry's like, well, I didn't say it. <laughs> I would never say that. But this couple you know. is wild. Where's Draco? <laughs> Nowhere. Dead? <laughs> Ever since he had started dating Lucius, his fashion sense had gotten Better? Better? He was allowed to buy anything he wanted. Allowed? He didn't. I. Here's the thing: is like Harry was already rich. <laughs> Harry was already rich. He was currently wearing black, oh, no. tight-fitting pants, sure. tucked into knee-high boots. Oh no! And a black silk button-up shirt. Harry looks like a silk pirate again. He looks like a silk pirate. I don't know what this is or where it comes from pirates of the caribbean why is he he always looking like this what is this look why is it happening i don't know there's something was in the atmosphere in the early 2000s (laughs) now he's an all black he's not a leather pirate today so okay no we've gotten farther away on the leather front closer on the color front um i'm going to continue to restrain myself but um Man, is Harry looking like a pirate a lot. A lot, a lot. A long, sweeping black and silver cloak rested on his shoulders. He's just walking around like this. I love it. With the cane. Just... Does he have the cane? He's got the cane. cane. He... He's got, He's got the flowing cane. cloak. Cloak. And, and pirate shirt, silk pirate shirt. Incredible. Once again, incredible. open all the way to the navel. <laughs> the it's the only navel. way to we wear that, I'm pretty sure. We all know. Um, he whispered the password to his quarters. 
He taught defense against the dark arts. Oh, okay. Lucius taught charms. No. Remus taught care of magical creatures. No. And Severus still taught potions. He found them all in the sitting room, drinking tea. <sighs> they, they share a sitting room? Yeah, they're best friends. It's weird. I like it. Remus teaching. No, no, stop. Remus teaching magical creatures is weird. He just didn't want to deal with all the like dark arts. Where's Hagrid? Oh, it says it said previously before I did some cuts that Hagrid went happily back to being just the groundskeeper. Oh, as he was before. Yeah, all right. And and Remus, okay, I'll give them this. Remus's Defense Against the Dark Arts class was very creature focused. It was. It was, which is where I, I think a lot of that fine. I can comes see it, from. I guess. I guess. I guess. <sighs> Hello, love. What did Albus want? Lucius asked. <laughs> he wants me to go after Bellatrix. She escaped t- to 20 years in the past. Awesome. Albus wants me and Lucius to follow and bring her back. I'll be teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts, and I'm not sure what Lucius will be teaching. You'll have to be under a glamour, love. If your younger self finds out, then we could have some problems, Harry What about you, Harry? If your swoopy bang ever moves, people are going to be like, why do you have the same scar as Harry Potter? Okay, so here's the thing about the timeline. Okay. They're going before Harry was born. I think the timeline is all 20 years ago? Yeah. The timeline's all fucked up. So Harry's only like 20. Yeah. Or 19. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so- okay. <laughs> Just a teacher right out the gate. Um, okay. okay. I wish you luck. No one can tell what Bella will do there, Severus said, sipping his tea. Thank you. We're supposed to be leaving now, Lucius. Bye, guys. We'll see you soon, Harry replied, walking <laughs> towards the door. They met up with Albus at the front gates. Their things were pick- picked up and shrunk, the time-turner being placed around their necks. Good luck, my boys. When you have found Bellatrix, then touch the time-turner and say, Captured. Lucius, Mm. I forgot to mention that you'll need to change your appearance and name, Albus said. Lucius put a glamour on his hair, making it brown, and his eyes, making them light green. That is not enough. And his body. He was now a few inches taller. Okay. And his face was more angular like Harry's. Oh. I don't know what that means. Okay. Okay, he changed his face shape a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Fine. Good. Out of curiosity. He's going to look like a Malfoy cousin. (laughs) (laughs) From America. He should put on an American accent. (laughs) Oh, good. Out of curiosity, what will your names be? I plan on using Elliot Moon, Harry answered. And I choose Desmond Zellfire, Lucius said. (laughs) Zellfire? Zellfire. Elliot I mean, Moon and Desmond Zellfire. Good for them. They're, they're, this, they're, they're great. This, great. Is their, this is their chance. This is their chance to create their own identities. <laughs> and Lucius has always wanted to be a Desmond Zellfire. Good names. I like them. Now turn 
the time turner 18 times and be on your way, Albus instructed. They obeyed and found themselves ba- thrown back in time. A backwards passage of time. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another year here at Hogwarts. For those of you who are just joining us, I hope you have a good year here. Now for a few rules. Albus Dumbledore, by the way, clearly the headmaster. Mm-hmm. But whatever, it's fine. No, that lines. They only went twenty years back. But he said he was the defense against the dark arts teacher that year. He was defense anyway. and the headmaster that year. Oh, I think sure. Yeah, that's fine. Um, here are a few rules. Albus Dumbledore was cut off by two people arriving in the middle of the Great Hall. He studied them. One was tall with brown hair and green eyes. The other was shorter with black hair and bright emerald green eyes that practically glowed. (laughs) Both were wearing regal-looking clothes and stood straight-backed and calm. (laughs) Who might you be? Albus asked. So they showed up in the middle of the welcome feast. In the middle of the welcome feast. Wild. You would think they would show up a couple weeks early so they could be like, hey, I'm applying for the position. Things may get settled. You'll see what they're going to do. Oh, man. I am Elliot Moon, and this (laughs) is my companion, Desmond Zelfire. (laughs) We have come here to see if you you have teaching positions open. (laughs) We had intended to arrive at your office, but the port key must have been set wrong, Harry said. He wouldn't have been in his... What are you... The time turner was now a velvet choker with a diamond in the middle around Harry's neck. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Thank you. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> ah, welcome to Hogwarts. We have Defense Against the Dark Arts and Astronomy positions open. Are you interested? Albus asked. <laughs> I shall take the astronomy position, as it was my favorite subject, and I excelled at it. Elliot will take defense against the dark arts. This is this not is how job interviews skilled. work. Actually, this is not. Actually, you can't. here's the thing. Also, are we really starting the school year with no defense against the dark arts teacher and no astronomy teacher? What? We just don't have teachers for that. Hopefully, what someone will that? show up in the middle of the great hall in the middle of the feast and ask to have those jobs uh, out of the blue with no credentials. <laughs> Really big references or proof that they know that thing. No, Lucius is literally just gonna be like, Oh, I liked that class in school. I'll teach it. (laughs) Hogwarts have any standards, please. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) I can oh, he said, Defense Against the Dark Arts, Harry's incredibly skilled in that area. I can see that. The headmaster looked in Harry's eyes again and quickly looked away. They were very intense. (laughs) That's how you can tell. If someone's got a defense against the dark arts, just raw intensity of their gaze. (laughs) You can tell they're just like all filled up with magic. All the way to the broom. Broom? The brim. Just... (laughs) 
really spilling out of his eyes. Uh-huh. Well, come on up then. Welcome to the Hogwarts staff. <laughs> Lucius, <laughs> they're just going to go sit up there. Now, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Lucius inclined his head, and he and Harry walked up to the head table, sitting next to Minerva and Slughorn. Albus continued his speech, and the feast began. They continued to chat throughout dinner, while Harry reached out with his magic to try and find Bellatrix's magical signature. doing a magic scan. He he's using the force, Sequoia. He's using, he is, he is. He's using the force. He's using the force. <laughs> and the pants and the boots, he's, he's, he's just like Anakin. I, it just oh, hit no. me. That's oh, what was no. swirling <laughs> in the cultural zeitgeist. He's Anakin. But with a silk shirt. Yeah. And silk all the way to his navel. Oh, no. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Incredible. (laughs) Oh, incredible, incredible. Very good, very good. Very good, very powerful. He looks great. He concluded. (laughs) He looks great. He does. (laughs) He's like Anakin, but with a velvet choker with a diamond in the middle. (laughs) He concluded that she wasn't in the castle at all, that she had run somewhere else. Albus could feel the magic sliding over his skin, but didn't know where it was coming from. I mean, like, probably had an educated guess, though. I mean, come on. You just let two strangers come and hang out at the table. (laughs) He took immense... It took immense concentration and a lot of power to do a magical scan. He looked at Harry, Elliot, to him, and he saw him talking to Lucius, or Desmond. It couldn't be him. Oh. It couldn't be him, then, he said in his brain. He's powerful, but he'd have to be as powerful as Merlin to do a (laughs) magical scan without having to concentrate for hours. (laughs) Thought. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm as powerful as Merlin, but my husband says all the time. Okay, so this is where I cut out the majority of the middle bit of the story. Mm -hmm. Harry goes and teaches a Defense Against the Dark Arts class. Mm -hmm. It is the seventh year of James, Sirius, Marauders, Snape, etc. I think this works out, but we're like one or two, maybe three years off. Yeah, it's pretty close. Okay, yeah. So it was like 25 years, maybe it would be. Something like that, yeah. Um, so James and Sirius are a little pieces of shit. Of course. Uh, we find out that Harry knows that even this long ago, Snape and Lupin were together. Um, <laughs> and then this class is over and Harry goes to lunch. Why are you bringing me? What? This. What? These okay, parents? I don't, you Why know am I, I don't, them to you? I don't like snack. More, yeah, I know. <laughs> but this one, this one's also not my snooping, fame. not great. Um, so now we're going back into the story. So, oh, Harry, ha- so, so James and Sirius are little shits. Does Harry? How does Harry feel about that? Fine. Oh, <laughs> he just like he like 
he like fucking puts them in their place. Oh, okay. And then is like, okay, whatever. He has like no feelings about them being awful. Okay. <laughs> it's very strange, um, but kind of uninteresting. Uh, Harry expanded his magic more and did another sweep for Bellatrix's magical signature. <laughs> he found it and was about to transport her to Hogwarts. Why? It, he's just he's at lunch in the Great Hall with oh all of these God. students. Harry, what are you doing? Also, how can he just do that? I don't know. He's filled with magic up to the brim. <laughs> He's more powerful than Merlin. Don't question it. It's fine. Fine. He was about to transport her to Hogwarts when he was blasted backwards, hitting the stone wall hard. He let out a yelp of pain and concentrated on Bellatrix's signature again, and his head was cracked against the wall. Damn it. He cursed loudly. (laughs) He keeps trying to transport her, but it's like physically pushing him backwards. Because he's in Hogwarts and you can't transport into Hogwarts? Actually, no. God damn it. Her signature is blocked with the Resetio ward. Oh. It's in Salazar Slytherin's journal. Oh. Voldemort must have gotten it and he's using it to help Bellatrix. It will take me two days to undo it. Oh, dear. So Bellatrix has transported back in time to when the first war was going on. Yes. And has synced up with Voldemort. Yes. So Voldemort has a Bellatrix with future knowledge on yes. his team. Yes. Harry, you you don't have yeah. time to do anything <laughs> other than go there right yeah. this fucking like, second. Why are you teaching a whole ass class? Hey, buddy. Like, you don't know what she's told him. The timeline's fucked. The timeline is absolutely fucked. Harry whispered, rubbing a large welt on his head. Then a large misty screen appeared in the middle of the hallway. Harry felt the very fabric of time start to unravel. Yeah. And he stitched and held it together without realizing how he was doing it. Cool. He can just do that. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's fine. Cool. (laughs) Do that. Do it. He pushed it to the back of his mind, staring intently at the screen. Now words appear on the screen. Hmm. Dear Hogwarts students. This is for your entertainment. I wonder if any of you are curious how some of your fellow classmates will end up doing. It is my great pleasure to show you Remus Lupin, Severus Snape, and Lucius Malfoy's future. Oh. (laughs) Is Voldemort doing a credit roll at the end of a high school or college movie? Yeah. (laughs) Where did they end up? Yes, he is. Oh, and the man you see with Lucius is Lily Evans and James Potter's son, Harry Potter. Enjoy. Love, Voldemort. (laughs) 
great energy. <laughs> this is this is like the point in the story where I like scroll back up and I'm like, this isn't tagged humor. Like it's not tagged. Like this is serious. This is seriously happening. Or they missed a tag. <laughs> or, or they missed a tag. Harry's gut clenched when he realized Voldemort's plot. He wanted Remus, Lucius, and Severus isolated from their friends. Well, <laughs> for what reason? He didn't know yet. Well, <laughs> he looked at Lucius, seeing him tense and glaring at the screen. Which the which what? Lucius? Are there is there more than one Lucius there? There is a there is a student Lucius there. Huh. Um, but we haven't seen him or talked to him in any way. But okay. we, but he is there. Okay. The students were watching curiously. Remus was nervous, nervously biting his lip, though. We will start with Remus Lupin and Severus Snape. Why? The writing disappeared, only to be replaced by a movie-like scene of Remus and Severus in their private quarters, as far as Harry could tell. They were seated on a leather couch. Both were shirtless, and they were locked in a heated kiss. Tongues obviously involved. Oh, no. (laughs) The image disappeared. How do you even, like, deal with that just as a person seeing Just like a regular student? Like, what is this? What is going on? Why are we watching this? Why are we watching this? I'm in school. <laughs> Why does this even matter? Who cares? Like, who is J- uh, Lillian? Lillian James are the they're like seniors in yeah. Gryffindor or something. And like, who is that guy? <laughs> How is he their kid? How is he their kid? What's happening? The image disappeared, and Remus lit out a sigh of relief. He couldn't help but feel a little happy that he and Severus would last so long. Right? It's kind of good like, news. Oh, yeah, we made if, it. If you're really into that. <laughs> I guess. James and Sirius were looking murderous. Oh, okay. And the timid werewolf gulped nervously. They're oh, like, right. really? Severus? <laughs> Snivellus? <laughs> Harry desperately tried to make the screen vanish, but it didn't work. He's too busy keeping the whole fabric of time and space yeah? stitched together. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is ripping a hole right through a the timeline, right, in, right into the timeline. So that's not good. <laughs> Lucius nudged Harry and gestured towards the screen. It had more writing on it. I have to show you, Lucius, too. Can't forget about the Prince of Slytherin. You don't have to. Now, can I? Especially when he's with the most famous wizard since Merlin. Everybody keeps bringing up Merlin. They can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter, my supposed killer. I'll be able to fix that. I'm getting off topic. Sorry. will, with... Foreknowledge of how it happened. Yeah, he, he now he, has the the keys. Yeah, he can avoid that and doesn't have to. <sighs> You're already so fucked. I'm getting off topic. So sorry. Enjoy. Unless, I mean, the the timeline's fucked and everyone's fucked. Unless Harry goes and explodes Voldemort right now. 
He's full you're of really, magic. He's he is really full of magic. <laughs> Harry growled in the back of his throat. He could almost feel the scream in those words. He slipped his hand into Lucius's, mostly for comfort. I feel like <laughs> they're not gonna have this. The fallout of this. Nobody in the room is going to have enough context to know how they feel one way or the other about Lucius and Harry making out. They're like, I don't, this is like people I don't know's kid. Yeah. Why do I give a shit? The only thing that this could possibly maybe affect is the way Lucius reacts down the line. Right. To Harry. As far as like butterfly effect of the. Yeah. 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 Um, Nope. Great. Nope. Lucius had Harry pressed against the wall of their bedroom, <laughs> devouring his mouth hungrily. How did they get this? I, I, I also I don't know. Horrible. <laughs> this is so horrible. <laughs> Damn it, Harry snarled when the flu activated. Severus appeared, looking frantic as he ever would. It started, was all he said before returning to Hogwarts. Harry's eyes widened. Let's go, he exclaimed, throwing flu powder in the hearth and yelling, Hogwarts! Harry remembered that night vividly. He wondered why Voldemort chose that scene and was soon answered. I bet you're wondering what's going on. Yeah, just kind of in general, though. (laughs) (laughs) The final battle is what it's called. It's where Harry Potter fights me for the last time. I want to watch merely to see how powerful this boy is. How I don't know they... why he has to be doing this in this fashion. Yep. There's why does no he have reason. to watch it in front of everyone? <laughs> That's weird. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is the only way whatever magic they're using works. Whatever time sure. space magic they're using works. Has to be on a screen in Hogwarts. <laughs> Lucius danced even more. He remembered that day, and it wasn't a pretty sight. Seeing Harry's power was incredible, though, and Mm. he relaxed somewhat. At least Voldemort would learn not to underestimate his husband. (laughs) That is a wild way to conceptualize this. You guys, they they are not realizing how fucked the timeline is. (laughs) The timeline is so screwed. We're done. This we're this done. final battle that we're you're done. about to see is never going to happen. Because we're done. Harry's not going Harry, to become this. Because Harry can only fo- hold together, the st- stitch together space and time for so long. Before right. Before it all unravels. Uh. Spells and curses were flying everywhere, but Harry paid no attention. His robes were bloody, burned, and dirty. He was facing Voldemort. Are you ready to die, Potter? Voldemort asked. Are you? (laughs) Harry arched an eyebrow. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Hey, hey. No, you. (laughs) And everybody who was watching goes, oh. (laughs) Voldemort laughed his chilling laugh. I bet you want revenge on me, don't you? A lovely feeling, revenge. This is very, this is very Star Wars, by the way. Yeah. It fills you with hate and (laughs) desires for death 
and carnage. Uh, we I. all know where hate leads. Hate leads, <laughs> leads to, to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking up when the movie came out? I Maybe. can see you typing. <laughs> all right. What, when all right, did this fic come out? This fic came out 2006. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, no. oh yeah, yeah. Yup, Revenge of the Sith came out uh, May of 2005. Amazing. <laughs> lots of Star Wars thoughts, lots of Star lots Wars feelings. Lots of Star Wars feelings in the in the cultural sphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So he's to, you know, trying to cross him over to the dark side. Sure, sure, sure. You and I are not so different, Harry Potter. Uh-huh. This is your, your last cuz I am your father. <laughs> This is your last chance to join me in ruling the world. (laughs) Join me. Join me. I won't join you, you bastard. You're not a threat anymore, Tommy boy. Harry's 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 really on one today. She's doing something. (laughs) You can try to kill me, but it won't do you much good. So come on. <laughs> I'll become more po- powerful than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> Ooh. So come on. I'm getting bored, Harry taunted, covering a fake yawn with his hand. Voldemort was glaring furiously at Harry, wand raised. I'll make you eat those words, boy. Avada Kedavra! Harry held up his hand, Mm -hmm. catching the curse in his palm. Cool. Lovely green color. It matches my eyes, Harry (laughs) said, grinning. I fucking love Harry. Harry's this Harry so, in this moment. This Harry is weird and I like him. <laughs> He's great. He fed his magic into the curse, mm. watching it as it got bigger and bigger. Okay. He Now he's it. doing a Dragon Ball Z spirit bomb kind of thing. <laughs> you know, you know. He threw it at a stunned, speechless Voldemort. The ball engulfed Voldemort and cast an eerie green glow over everything. Hmm. When the ball faded away, Voldemort was no longer there. Good riddance to bad trash, Harry muttered, (laughs) turning on his heel and walking away. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Now we're out of that and back into the present past. I do love a... Harry callously murders Voldemort <laughs> in the final battle kind of deal. I mean, I guess he's been stomped on a lot. This is a different yes, Harry than the one we do. He's Harry. He's seen some shit. <laughs> Every head snapped in Harry's direction. He stood, an angry expression on his face. Enough of this. Face me, Voldemort, you bloody coward. Huh. He yelled. Just as he thought, Voldemort appeared, glaring. Hmm. Just in the Great Hall. Just in the Great Hall. He's just here now. He's just here now. 
Harry, you can't do this here. Harry, there are just like, if either of you misses at any (laughs) point in this fight, that's going to be bad. What did you say, brat? He snapped. Bellatrix appeared at his side, sneering. Which Bellatrix? Both? Um, I think of old Bellatrix. Future? Fu- future Bellatrix. Yeah, future okay. Bellatrix. I mean, she would probably be his favorite at this point because she has been super yeah. useful. Uh, really sucks for past Bellatrix. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how mad she is? She's so pissed. <laughs> um, you should have stayed away, Potter, she snarled. Harry smirked, waving his hand. Both Voldemort and Bellatrix were bound tightly. Okay. Lucius, should we destroy Voldemort too? <laughs> Harry asked quietly. Harry's not concerned. I mean, he's able to single-handedly hold the timeline together. He's so... not. They're no match. They're no match for him. He could just kill Voldemort right now and save everyone a lot of trouble. No, we can't. Why not? I don't know how you're keeping the timeline from collapsing, but we shouldn't (laughs) test it. Uh Let's just get Bella, cast a memory charm, and leave, (laughs) Lucius advised. I mean, yeah, that's probably the best way to restore the timeline. It's contained to this room, pretty much. Who knows about all the shit that Voldemort just found out? Exactly, exactly. So, so if we just like take out the little thing from Men in Black, mm-hmm. we click the little button, mm-hmm. it's fine. Timeline restored. <laughs> Harry nodded, seeing the sense in that plan. Lucius dropped his glamour, causing a large group gasp from the Hogwarts students. They don't care. Harry picked Bellatrix up and transfigured the time-turner back. Ready, he said. Harry spun the time-turner, soundlessly casting a memory charm. They returned to their own time. No one in Hogwarts the wiser. A passage of time. Hmm. I cut a little bit here. Harry and Lucius just sort of like sit at home discussing Bellatrix going to jail for a hundred years um, <laughs> and how Harry holding the timeline together was buck ass wild. Um, <laughs> All correct. <laughs> Surprised they weren't making out, but you know, that's fine too. <laughs> then, unseen to the men in the room was a single ghost. She smiled at the picture and returned to the afterlife. Her husband was waiting for her. Did the powers that be grant our wish? He asked. (laughs) Yes, James, they did. Harry's now able to protect himself and the world easily. (laughs) James smiled and embraced her. Good, he said, breathing in her scent. Roses. Harry abruptly sat up, looking around. What's wrong? Lucius asked worriedly. Nothing. I just smelled roses for a minute. He laid back down, (laughs) somehow comforted by the smell of roses that faintly filled the air. The end. Wild. (laughs) I feel like it seems weird to me to tie that in at the very end with no foreshadowing. Yeah, there was, and I don't, I didn't, I don't think I cut any foreshadowing of it. Mm. It just existed there at the end of the story. 
in a in a way that's so disconnected from the story that I almost cut it entirely. Man, but it's like just kind of like a ha. Huh. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> What's that doing there? Weird. But well, here's the thing: is this is an adventure story that was complete. Yeah, Which they had an wild. adventure. They had an adventure. They, they saved the timeline. The, they didn't defeat Voldemort. Well, Harry but they did, did at one point timeline. in time yeah, defeat Voldemort. And, and I think that, like, obviously those flashes of, like, video on the screen or whatever were ways for the author to show us things that had happened that they wanted us to know about. Uh-huh. But I just thought that it was very funny. <laughs> it is very funny. Because Voldemort is just, who's, Vol- who's Voldemort Love today? Voldemort. <laughs> Love now let's Lord watch a video Lord. of me dying. <laughs> uh, did you know that all your classmates are secretly making out with each other and everyone's like, yeah, we did. <sighs> Everybody knows that. Come on, man. Oh. Anyway, you got a point. I did get a point. Yes. Somehow. You did. I extracted a point from this this <laughs> nonsense. You did. You did it. Good job. Thank you. Thanks so um, much to Lily Ethan for sending that over. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lily Ethan sent this in, and in the additional comments box, it says, I got sucked in by promises of time travel adventure and then just passed out somewhere after the words, ever since he had started dating Lucius, his fashion sense got better. I think that is where I left my body also approximately. Yeah. <laughs> and that and on that comment I was like I have to read this story yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um anyway, wow. Uh we uh, this is a long episode, so we are going to skip the segment, but of course we have to do hmm. you know what time it's time for. The Wreck Zone. What have you got for us today, Sequoia? Today, I have another listener submission. It's called Shield of Invisibility, and Mm -hmm. it is a missing scene from uh, the fourth book where Ron and Hermione go to the library um, trying to figure out how Harry is going to do the second task. Cool. That sounds fun. It's very good. It's very good. So a link to that will be in the description of this episode. It will also be on our website. Fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website, you can find our story submission form. If you read something that makes you kind of uh, leave your body (laughs) as you're reading it, go ahead and send that in to us and let us know. Also on our website is the merch. You can find some bookmarks on the website. You can also find a link to our tea Public where you can get some Blaze merch. You can get some Squid Biologist merch. You can get all kinds of stuff over there. So make sure to go check that out. If you've got stuff you want to shout at us about on the social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fanatical Fix. If you have any longer thoughts, you can email us over at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. We've got some really fun fan art of late. Did you see that yes. Hot Harry Summer oh, piece I that came did. in? Oh, I did. Yes. We'll, we'll good, always good. accept some Hot Harry Summer stuff. Hell yeah. 
Uh, if you like this podcast and you want to help us out, there are a few ways you can do that. Way number one is drop us a review on any of those places that accept reviews. You know, your Apple Podcasts, your Spotify's, etc. You can also use reviews as a way to trick the planet 2022. Choo, choo, choo. Um, by leaving those reviews for the podcast and your best friend's text messages. Way number three is to join our Patreon. We have a lot of fun over there, including a lot of fun bonus content. So uh, come join us. We also have at our $10 tier, if you are on that tier for six months, you get a shout out on the podcast in the form of a story summary. And Kim is going to do that for us now. It's been several years since graduation, and recently, Draco has been feeling like he's stuck in a rut. To cheer him up, his BFF, Blaze, declares that this summer, everything is going to change. In fact, they say, this is going to be hot Draco summer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) After a whirlwind makeover, Draco is out on the town at a party he would never have attended before. There, he runs into a certain man who lived. Yes. Harry admits that he wouldn't normally have come to a party like this, but he's trying new things because this is hot, hairy summer. (laughs) Draco assumes that this means their meeting is fate. Yes. But... What if this is actually just some meddlesome friends? Oh, which one of Harry's friends is it? Now I want to know. Oh, no. (laughs) Who teamed up with Blaze? I need to know. Um, Anybody feel free to write that story. Send it in uh, to our email address. Um, But thank you so much to our patrons who make this podcast possible um especially today to marissa trinechuk ortiz and hannah bolovsky thank you so much for your support shout out to and thank you to the whomping willows for letting us use their song wolf star as our theme song you can find all of their fabulous music over at the bye, bye.